Hey, I'm sex, love, and relationship therapist, Dr. Laura Berman. And for the last 30 years, I've been helping people just like you learn to love and be loved better. Welcome to the Language of Love Bites, where I tackle your most asked questions and requested topics. These episodes are designed to be fun, quick, and to the point. It's time we all become fluent in the language of love. Welcome to the Language of Love Bite. This bite is a bite-sized take on dating and love post-divorce when you have kids in the house. I get so many questions from you all about that. And they're all beautiful questions because they're very often framing it from like, okay, I want to be a model. I left my last relationship because I really want my kids to have a model of what a loving relationship is. And I know that if I honor my own happiness, they're going to be happy. And that's great. Obviously, I hear from a lot of individuals who are in a horrible divorce and who have all these custody issues. And that obviously makes everything with your children, including dating, a lot harder. And if you want, definitely message me uh, on SpeakPipe or at languageoflovepod at Gmail. And let me know if you want to hear more about sort of raising kids in a healthy or helping them get through divorce in a healthy way, because there's lots of keys to making sure that your children not only survive, but thrive. We want them to thrive regardless and certainly through your divorce. And there are ways to support them in doing that. But let's, for the purposes of this language of love bite, focus on dating as a single parent. And by the way, you can just be a single parent. You don't have to have been divorced to be a single parent, as we all know. So as a single parent, how do you go about that? Well, first of all, I'm going to share with you, there's no right or wrong way other than certainly protecting your children from anyone who might be a predator, being really careful who you bring into the house, all of that. Like, I'm not here to tell you how to raise your kids, but I'm going to tell you what I have found is uh, what I think is the best way to do this, not only from thinking about the child's perspective, And not only having been a single mother dating for four years before I met my final husband of almost 20 years, when I was a single mother of my oldest child before I met my husband, and also as a clinician who works with so many adults who were children of single parents and struggled and continue to struggle because of some of the things that the parents unwittingly and unintentionally weren't aware of or weren't sensitive to. So Here's the 411, okay? First of all, don't introduce your children to anyone that they don't already know, obviously. If this person you're dating is already your neighbor, you know, they've already met them, right? But if you're bringing a new person into your life as a love mate, right, a partner, you need to make sure first that this person is really a keeper, not just someone you think is cute or pretty or cool or that you love dating and you want to be with them, but you have the kids, so you're just going to bring them around. No, for two reasons. One, you got to get to know everybody, especially someone who's going to be so close to you and close to your kids before you introduce them. And number two, children get attached really easily. And so you don't want to create this revolving door of potential partners. And then they either keep getting attached and then wonder what happened to that person, or they eventually figure out, I'm not going to give the next person the time of day because they just leave. And when you bring someone in who really is a keeper, they are now all guarded and unwilling to let that person in. So 
Take your time introducing people to the kids. You should, first of all, know, I'm sorry, I'm going to say this very clearly, do a background check on them. Make sure they are not on any list of sex offenders or have any criminal history that they haven't told you about. I cannot tell you the number of times disasters have happened that I have been privy to and found out about afterwards with individuals and their children who had predators look like someone you could date, someone you could live next door to, someone you could be friends with. They're not all these creepy people that you see in the movies. So you can't assume anything. I know it's scary to think that someone you're attracted to and dating might be a predator. But before you introduce them to your kids, check. And by the way, you're going to be glad you did if they were a predator because you don't want to date them anyway. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. That's the first thing. The second thing is to take time. So not only do you want to make sure they're not a predator, but to take time getting to know them before you introduce them to your kids. No one, no love interest should meet your children until you really feel like you don't have to be ready to walk down the aisle with them and get engaged. In fact, I've seen people do that. And that's a mistake, too. You don't want to not introduce your kids to the person you care about and love a week before you get married or after the fact either. Right. They need time to buy in. Okay. And we're going to talk about the progression of the relationship with your kids in a minute. But that means you really feel like this person is a keeper. You are really into them. And they have not only said with words, but with actions that they're really into you. If you are someone who isn't wants a monogamous relationship, then you are clear that you don't want to date anyone else. And they are clear. And you both have agreed that neither one of you are going to be dating anyone else, that you're really going to give this relationship a shot. And you've gotten to know them. And of course, they know all about your kids and they want kids. They're comfortable with the step parent thing. They maybe have kids of their own. They're open to this, right? Do not ever want to date someone who is not open to having children in their life. And by the way, that's why you should tell them on the first date that you have kids. Okay. And you don't have to say, by the way, I just want you to know I have children and I have to make sure you're okay with that. You just talk about your kids and it comes up in conversation like it would with anyone else. And you see very quickly if that person is opposed to parenting or doesn't want to be with anyone with kids or whatever. Those are few and far between, but you don't want to date that person. Right. So you find out, you take your time, you do a little background check, you take your time introducing them to your kids. Now, when you introduce them to the kids, It is not with a sleepover, okay? No one is sleeping in your house while the children are there. No romantic partner sleeping in your house while the children are there at first, okay? In the beginning, you just introduce them in some really easy, breezy way at a playground where you and your kid are playing. This partner comes and meets you. Or if they have kids, you all go on a play date together. Or you do something really easy just for an hour or two so everybody can get a feel for each other. And you introduce them as your good friend. And you don't have PDA in front of them. And you don't have sleepovers with them. And you do that several times. And then you have some meals together. And then you spend the day together. And then you have a sleepover. If you're going to have a sleepover, if you have a partner and you're sharing custody, try to have your sleepovers when the kid isn't there, at least 
for a really long time until the child really gets used to that person because coming and sleeping in your bed in my parents' bed and taking on that role of co-parent is a big connection point for the child and it can bring a lot of things up to them. And the first time your partner does sleep over, you make it an exciting thing. You don't say, hey, mommy, your daddy's going to get laid. You know, you don't say it like that, but you say, hey, so-and-so is going to come. We're going to have a sleepover and you include the child, right? You say, we're going to make popcorn and watch a movie. We're going to have a sleepover. So the child feels part of it as well. And this is also a great test of this person. Is this person someone who you already know by now because you've been in lots of situations with them with your children before they sleep over, but now you're seeing them in a new light? How are they first thing in the morning? How are they if the child wakes up in the middle of the night and needs you? You're getting lots of information and you're moving slowly, probably much more slowly than you would if you didn't have children, but that actually is not a bad thing. Taking your time and getting to know someone before you make any major commitments to them, much less before you have sleepovers with them. If you are looking for a healthy long-term monogamous relationship, it's good to take your time, right? You want to see how that person deals with stress, deals with frustration, deals with anger, deals with boredom. These are things that come up a lot when you're a parent or a co-parent. And so you want to see how they handle all of that. Now, It's a whole other ball of wax, right? When the kids don't like your partner, we can talk about that too. Just let me know in the comments or on languageoflovepod at gmail or go to drlaurabermond.com. It's really easy with links there. But let me know if you have struggles with blended families or with your kids rejecting your partner because that's a whole other topic. But my guess is if you move along like this and you stay positive about the child's other parent and the child doesn't feel like liking or attaching to your partner is going to somehow put their relationship with their by other parent at risk if they have that other parent, then the child usually, if you move slowly and consciously like this, is very amenable to this, especially if they don't feel like they're losing you in the process. So I hope that helps you. There's your little love bite. And uh, let me know if you have any questions because all of these language of love bites come from you, my followers on social media, listeners to the podcast, things you want to learn about and hear about. And I'm always here to help you. I'll see you next time.